yeah, everything's still in sync, even though you refreshed your video. It's. <laughs> I suddenly thought, like, wait, if he's gone, surely we're going to be out out of sync again. But no, time still moves. I believe we're time both isn't relative in the to uh, same dimension to whether your Chrome tab is open or not. <laughs> now that'd be a world, wouldn't it? I can stop time by closing a tab. <laughs> It's like Bernard's watch. I was just, gu- just going to say it's like Bernard's watch. Ah, oh. <laughs> what a show! That, that that filled me with a lot of hope that that could be me one day. One day, I don't remember what Bernard ever did with his extraordinary power. <laughs> I think they put him into a lot of moral dilemmas where he did the right thing. I have a funny feeling it was like an educational thing. <laughs> How many moral dilemmas can you can you get into when the entire world has been paused? What are you well, doing that's creating the moral dilemma? I, I think it was the sort of the classic, like, there's a bucket of water on top of a ladder which someone has knocked and he stops it just as it's about to tip over someone and then goes and moves it or something. I don't know. I think that's the kind of And just stuff. Freak, freaks them the fuck out. <laughs> I think wonder where the bucket just flies ahead of them and <laughs> falls over instead. Now, Bernard, you devil. <laughs> it's that little Bernard. Hello and welcome to the Internet of Trash, a podcast about all the smart internet connected things that we could probably live without. I'm David. And I'm Chris. And this week, Chris, I've got a treat. But before that, how... You've got a... Uh, 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 sorry. <laughs> Let's restart I'm that. sorry, you... Let's restart you... that. <laughs> okay. I think, I think we need to do that again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Internet of Trash, a podcast about all the smart internet connected things that we could probably have lived with the flip, flip it out. Hello and welcome to the Internet of Trash, a podcast about all the smart internet connected things we could probably live without. I'm David. And I'm Chris. Chris, how are you doing this week? I'm good, Dave. Thank you very much. I'm I'm very good. How are you? I am also well. Thank you for asking. You were hoping I was going to say something more, more interesting, but I threw that straight back That's at you. That's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> play the mid-segment music, we'll move straight on. <laughs> well, Chris, I had something exciting this week. I had a new purchase. Ah, and smart. Smart no, purchase? It's a gadget, but it's not smart. Ah, it sounds like you've been conned, Dave, I'll be honest <laughs> well, with you. If it hasn't got a, chi- a CPU or a chip in it, yes, I believe I have. However, I think it's one of the best gadgets I've bought in a long time. This might be the first piece of useful advice ever on this podcast. Yes, possibly. So, Chris... <laughs> an, a- an actual recommendation. Well, <laughs> hold, hold tight, because I will not, still won't name the brand, even for a positive recommendation. <laughs> You'll have to try and figure out where, you, where what it is. Um, so... It was uh, £4, this thing, little plastic thing, little bowl with a top on it. And uh, at the moment, I'm trying to do, you know, we're all trying to do our bit to help the environment. And one big thing, I like crisps. I suspect you like crisps, do you, Chris? That's that's the one big thing. (laughs) This ties into helping the environment how? Well, foil-wrapped bags for crisps, it's all quite Ah, wasteful. Gotcha, right. I'm on board. Uh, yes, I do like crisps. I particularly like foil-wrapped bags. Okay. That's, you actually save them up, I believe, don't you? You actually tip the yeah, crisps up. <laughs> so, so where was this going? So, <laughs> Chris, I've bought a gadget. 
that ticks two boxes. It allows me to cut down on the waste packaging from crisps, but also still consume crisps. That's the main hurdle for getting um, for getting rid of um, crisp packets. Indeed. And this is a little device that allows you to make your own crisps in the microwave. Oh, wow. Okay, how does that work? So, what, Did you have to buy potatoes or something and then crisp them up, up in the microwave? I'm not sure you're almost there. Today. You're almost there. Okay. I, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll give you that. <laughs> how it works is it's uh, the top of it has a, a very sharp blade that's safely in there and also another bit of plastic with uh, some grips that you slam into a half a potato and then you slice the potato thinly using the top of the blade. It sort of slides over back and forth and creates... Right, like a potato a guillotine. Yeah, yeah, like a... I was going to say julienne, but I suppose julienne's a bit more... Well, it's, it's, it's thin enough to probably be considered that sort of thing. Yeah, we, we can go with that. So you, you do that and then you obviously get the the, uh, the cuttings out of the bowl and then the crisps put, to be well yeah and then put them in this little um radial sort of slotted thing where they all sit in upright and then shove it in the microwave for two minutes they come out and they're because they're cut thin enough they're crisps basically and it's it's fantastic oh wow can you do um a different flavors well you, the flavoring's done afterwards chris as i believe even with I've- manufactured it's crisps. It's not done in the baking process. <laughs> it's not grown into the potato. The chicken, roast chicken flavour is not a type of potato, unfortunately. I mean, not feed the potatoes on smoky bacon <laughs> as they grow. It's just surrounded by it, yeah. No, uh, but you just... Now, you see, I would have thought that if you put a potato in a microwave, it wouldn't turn crispy. I would have thought it would have gone mushy and horrible. You're telling me otherwise. They're thin enough. They are very thin. They're like almost, they, they're see-through to us. They're like semi-transparent. That's how thin it cuts them. Oh, wow. Um, and it's brilliant. It really is. You can uh, you can season them afterwards. I typically just uh, shake some salt into them. And it's, tell you what, Chris, it's Beautiful. the best thing I've ever bought. And that's the most boring thing I've ever spoken about as well. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting old, ladies and gentlemen. Do you sort of put them into like a, a round receptacle with um, potato slice holders in it uh, a yeah. bit like those old um slide projections where you yes, put them in that's probably a very good way of, yeah describing it yes and as they're transparent as well you could in theory you could have a quite a nice them. slideshow yes I would, <laughs> i'm not going to try that if i'm honest but yeah that's a very good way of placing it in the mind so dave's doing his bit to save the environment this week by eating copious amounts of crisps <laughs> Well, you know, homemade. That's the future, right? (laughs) Chris, have you been up to anything interesting this week? I seem to be having an issue this week um, with masks. So we all know that that wearing face coverings and wearing masks is very important, you know, to protect yourself and protect everybody else in these troubling times. Um, Wearing a mask for me, has has now progressed onto something that's part of my normal life. So it used to be something that was very important and a novelty that I had to remember to always take with me. And now it's progressed into something like, it's, you know, I take my phone, I take my keys, I take my mask. Unfortunately, that now means that I'm forgetting it all the time. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many times I have walked to the shop and forgotten my mask. I've got to within about 15 feet of the 
of the doors to the shop uh, <laughs> before I've had to turn around and go and get my mask. So I've started basically hiding masks everywhere I can think of around the house. Oh, okay. In, in, your, every... in your own house, not in supermarkets, but, in places where you well, can... Well, I, I, like, uh, I feel like hiding them in public may be counterproductive. <laughs> but every coat, every jacket, every pair of trousers has got a mask sort of stuffed into it or sewn into the seams. So every possible opportunity for me to take a mask, I hope, is covered. So I, I, I kind of feel a bit like an alcoholic at the moment, sort of hiding booze <laughs> everywhere. I've got masks hidden at every exit to the house. Every uh, exit. <laughs> every exit. <laughs> just in case you have to make an emergency departure to a shop via a window. Is there one? Just in case. Well, you don't know. The one day that happens is the day I forget my mask. <laughs> I have to agree with you, Chris. I, I'm on the same sort of uh, boat in that regard. I have quite a few masks, same thing, reusable ones that I've accumulated over time. Um, so I've got some hooks by the door that a few of them hang on. And then I've done the same. There's about three coats I sort of circulate throughout the week to yes. keep my appearance looking fresh because that's what I care about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how we've managed to collect so many masks in such a short space of time. Six or seven months ago, nobody had masks. It wasn't a thing. And now suddenly we've managed to collect so many masks in the same way that we collect all kinds of random crap that, yeah. are, that is littering the house. I have so many masks and I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> it's interesting because especially in the UK, you know, there's the masks, the bollicle generally was a bit funky in the first few months. And I, I had very much not needed to go out. And, and again, it wasn't required to wear one anywhere. And then towards the end of May, there was a requirement to wear masks on public transport. And obviously still people weren't really out, but as part of my job, and I was classified as a part of my role as a key worker. And I did need to attend the office to do some repairs and stuff. So I, I was looking around, like I didn't want to go to any shops and I knew they probably didn't have masks. I had to fashion one out of an old t-shirt, oh, no. which I folded over several times and then pinned, just made it into a circle and pinned it with safety pins and slide it over my head, basically. Oh, no. It, a, <laughs> it worked beautifully, but it didn't Best look Best mask great. he's ever had. It did look... Can you have like, used a scarf or something? I did, but they, I couldn't pin them up because it's just something about them wouldn't work properly. And yeah, okay. I actually found that too hot. <laughs> so, oh, well, that, that's the other issue. Yes. But no, anyone walking past me were look, was looking at me and going, why is he wearing a shirt around his neck? <laughs> Who is he mugging? <laughs> well, does he not know how that thing works? <laughs> this is a thrilling discussion, Chris. This is absolutely thrilling. Wow. This is 2020, <laughs> the peak of... This is all we have to talk about in 2020. There's not much else going on. If you're listening in the future, we may have dubbed some more interesting stuff. We might come back to these and re-edit, <laughs> remaster them. Really? <laughs> Once the novelty has worn off. Chris. Dave. I have a doozy today. I've spent all of five minutes looking into this one. I know, I was, I was sat here waiting for you to finish. <laughs> so, Chris, 
when you say, when I say, well, when you say, you could say it as well. When I say home security, what's the first device you think of? Uh, a dog. Okay. Very good. A big, big dog. Actually, no, not a dog. One of those signs that says, beware of the dog. But, but no dog to back up the claim. You don't need the dog. You need the sign is the deterrent. Until they, like, I, yeah, but I guess barking is missing here as well. If there's no barking. <sighs> I guess so. Well, we can use the um, the smart salt shaker to uh, to play the sound of dogs barking on loop. That is true. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Um... <laughs> yes, we'll get some use out of it. <laughs> Okay, Chris, uh, let's try one more and what, <laughs> try again. <laughs> what, is that wrong? Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> that's the wrong answer. Um, what's another thing that you only think of home security? Okay, um, I'm, I would think of um, a camera, security camera. A camera, brilliant. Like a doorbell camera or an internal camera. Uh, are, you, yeah. are you thinking of a flying camera, Chris? Well, I am now. Yes, that is what <laughs> we're going to talk about this week. And... Uh, <laughs> A drone. A drone, essentially, yes. Uh, The the eagle-eyed amongst you may realise this is a product that's actually just recently been announced uh, by one of the big brands in uh, smart devices and in in our world. (laughs) Flying flying (laughs) camera. Flying home invasion prevention (laughs) technology. One of the five big brands in that that crowded field. (laughs) And I think unlike... Our previous ones, obviously, we can't discuss if it has been on sale, if it came off of sale, if it ever went on sale. It looks like it will. And I, to be fair, based on the company that's making it, I'd imagine it will sell quite well. Okay, so um, this this has been announced, but it's not been released yet. Yeah, correct. So, so we're speculating on on a product yeah, this week. I thought that'd be quite exciting. Okay. All right. So maybe we could suggest some amendments and changes that could maybe slip into the R&D stage, assuming they've not done too much um, the promotion of it so far? Um, essentially, yes. And let's hope that we can also get a sponsorship deal where we'll insert the advert here. And if not, then that's a shame. Um, yeah, if you didn't hear anything that that sponsorship deal fell through, unfortunately. If we keep referring to them as a big brand, then yes, I think that would suggest. It's not just my voice dubbed in over the top every time you mention it with the name of the brand. Uh, they were uncooperative during negotiations. Oh, okay, yeah. No negotiations, but yeah, so Chris... No negotiations took place. Chris, if you've got your smart home wired up correctly, you know, you should have all the uh, elements. You spoke about door, uh, doorbell, smart doorbell. They're, I think they're pretty reasonably a good little device, really. Um, and you can also get smart devices that are linked like alarm systems. So door sensors, alarm, window sensors and motion sensors as well. I do like the adverts for the smart doorbells. You know, when, when when you have the video of your home on your phone and there's always the comical burglar <laughs> with with like the crowbar at the front door and just this lady going, Oi, you, get away. <laughs> well, they, 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 there is a good statistic there that a, a large percentage of home burglaries occur with the burglar first ringing the doorbell. So that's where the idea comes uh, from. As well. true. It's, it's very clever. I, I assume they're not wearing the burglar outfit when they ring the doorbell, <laughs> the, the because what happens if they shirts. answer the door? Yes, yes. And a swag With bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I believe they dress like normal citizens. Um, I don't know if you've seen, Chris, the video online that shows like the ultimate symphony of smart devices where they've got one of these doorbells and one of the delivery drivers has rung it. The guy's not home. 
and he answers it. He goes, hi, yeah, how you doing? I've got a parcel. Well, you don't want to leave the parcel just on the doorstep. He's got a Tesla parked in the driveway and he remotely opens the boot of the car and says, oh, just pop it in the boot for me, mate. And, uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I will admit, why Why is he out without the Tesla? To prove a Where point. Where has he gone? <laughs> I'd be more worried about him getting access to the Tesla, to be honest with you. Well, I think it's one where the boot's separate from the rest of the car. And oh, it's like its own sealed unit. Yeah, and I guess it's a bit like Hal or something, and it <laughs> doesn't detect you're the right driver. <laughs> so, Chris, you can imagine one of these comical uh, infomercial video uh, burglars breaking into your smart home. And uh, instead of just going and watching from afar and going, oh, okay, I think someone's broken in, you can deploy the <laughs> flying camera. Deploy the recon drone. And this this camera, Chris, flies out of its little dock and basically attends to wherever you want it to go or if a sensor's gone off, goes over to that sensor. Right, so this this flying camera isn't there to prevent burglaries. It's there to for you to assess the scene closer you, closer up once it's, it's happened. Observe. Well, no, as it's happening, you can. It's it's a rapid response. Rapid drone. Presumably, <laughs> <laughs> the drone's going to be so annoying, the burglar will just give up. Well, I guess it'd scare the hell out of them because, you, I mean, I, I, it's not a large large unit, but you can still imagine it makes quite the racket when yeah. drones fly so just hearing that startup might be like what the hell is that <laughs> or the worst case scenario chris is they nick your camera drone yeah they, they just basically cool. pluck it out the sky <laughs> sky wow it's probably only reaching altitudes wow. of meter or two <laughs> tops. i think i think if they manage to get into your house i think they can deal with a tiny drone with a camera on it but so I assume this device has capabilities other than just around burglary. Well, yeah. So if you, uh, they're, they're, they're prime example they actually provide. And again, I can kind of see how useful this could be is did I turn the oven off? Did I close the fridge? Did I close the back door? You know, you can fly it. You can get, you can command it to fly to anywhere in your house that has been mapped out. I and, see. Uh, so it's automatic then. You can sort of say, go to the back door and it will fly to the back door. Yeah, and presumably if the back door's open, it will just fly out and fuck <laughs> off <laughs> somewhere be free. else. Become an Amazon delivery drone, a wild drone. <laughs> Surely, if we are striving towards a utopia where you are living in a fully connected smart house, you wouldn't need a drone to check whether your oven's off or your fridge is open. All you'd have to do is log into the fridge and check whether it's open. Yeah, correct. However, I guess this is a stopgap measure whilst we I, I haven't see. got all of these. <laughs> While we're building up to that point, we can deploy yeah, uh, the drone. Well, this is the thing, Chris. I close a lot of my doors when I'm out for like heat retention and other reasons. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I'm, intri I'm intrigued now. <laughs> Who have you got in there? Uh, it's more just to you know keep the heat in, keep the drafts out etc so i deploy my drone i get a message two seconds later to see it's it's laying on the floor it's just an it, upside down image of your living room carpet <laughs> concussed by the <laughs> living room door as it departed 
Um, however, it does actually have collision avoidance technology to avoid obstacles and pets. That's good to hear, because I think if I was out and I suddenly let this drone take off in the middle of my house, uh, I think my cat would just freak the fuck out and probably, <laughs> you know, savage the drone to within an inch of its life. So it becomes a very expensive cat toy at that point, at, at that point, yes. One in which I can <laughs> see the destruction happening in real time, presumably <laughs> and, on my phone. And play it back. <laughs> play it back. I have thought that it might be quite a good idea to get um, an indoor camera so I can see what the cat does overnight. Okay. I thought yeah. that might be a nice idea because the the noises that we hear from the living room when we go to bed, <laughs> it's just, it's it's otherworldly. It is disturbing. There is there is crashing and banging and scraping. And I sometimes <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I come in into the living room and it just looks like a bomb's gone off. He's some nights he really goes to town on my meager possessions. So yeah, that could be deterred by deploying the emergency drone to <laughs> attend the scene. Warning! Upon, uh... Warning! <laughs> <laughs> it takes off in the middle of the night. Drone deployed. <laughs> I believe. I believe. Yes. Maybe for safety reason, it does have to shout every maneuver. <laughs> for safety reasons. <laughs> in case there are children still in the house. That's another oh. thing you could do. You could check if your children are doing what. That no. That that could go. That could backfire on you. What like homework? You fly the drone instead of knocking on the door. You send the drone. Send up. the drone in. <laughs> <laughs> seems a bit military sort of levels of uh, monitoring i mean you know if you're sat downstairs and you can't really be bothered to check you just send a drone up to check little tim is doing his homework as he said he would then you could send the drone up to read him a bedtime story and tuck him in you know hands-off <laughs> parenting drone parenting yeah, hands off and completely airborne as well. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's airborne parroting. It's what we've been dreaming of for years. So Chris, I think this idea must have come up, you know, the CEOs of the company have uh, sat down and said, we need some pie-in-the-sky ideas, and someone's gone, ah. <laughs> You may be yes. onto something there. All of our products in the sky. And then the uh, the managing director says, yes, a camera on a drone. And the guy slowly takes the Pi drone um, <laughs> a prototype slowly down and tucks it under the table. He's also got several other drawings of all the other flavours of Pi that you could have yes. had as well. <laughs> Add-ons that you could have got. Um, with that in mind, what else in your house, and this is completely unplanned, so there may be a pause, <laughs> which we'll edit out, I'm sure. What else in your house would you like to be able to fly? Would I like to be able to fly? So if I well, had not, to not, attach not you a dr- flying it, like sitting on top of it and flying it, but yeah, right. if, you could, if, it, if it could fly <laughs> autonomously for you. Okay, is this something that could could fly in a supernatural way just by itself, or something that would just have to be attached to a drone? Are we, are we being realistic here, or are we being more <laughs> more fantastical? Let's keep it nearer to realism okay. with some bolted-on set of bolted uh, onto blades a drone. or something. Yes. Okay, uh, what would I like to fly in my house? Um, other than the cat, <laughs> obviously. 
Um, I'm interested by that. So you can bring it, if, if he's doing something, those weird noises, you can have him fly back in to the... Well, I'm assuming that he has no control over where the drone goes. I, I assume I'm, I'm assuming complete control. He doesn't, he's <laughs> well, not hooked into the matrix of this drone and is controlling it with his mind. Okay, that's an assumption um, we'll carry forward. I don't know. Maybe something like a um, like like a flying book stand or something. Okay, so so that so so that you can it, it can follow you around because I'm always I'm always leaving things lying around the house. Uh, so you could pop your book on there, and then every time you sit down, no matter where it is, you just ping the um, the drone to you, and it comes in with your book, and it just hovers in front of you with uh with your book. How about for you, Chris? A flying mask drone. That would be good. Just a mask dispensing drone. You can you be in town. All right, it'd take twenty minutes or something to get there because <laughs> he's coming. Don't worry. Issue, but you, know, you, you don't have to leave. You can just chill. That's a good idea. That is. I'm starting to revise my suggestion of a flying book. I feel like <laughs> the the um, the downdraft from the drone <laughs> might might compromise that somewhat. To be honest, I would probably get a drone that could just bring things to me. So a drone with some sort of if, if, hand if, if, yeah, sort of attachment on it. Some mechanical hand, or if everything in my house had like a magnet attached to it and it could just pick it up and bring it to me, I think that that's what I would get. Anyone making that? Um, uh, well, we've given the idea away now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Unless we can get this uh, patent applied before we air this episode, then. <laughs> if you're knows? still hearing this section in the final episode, it means the investor pulled out. I, I'm just trying to think what Ali would want to fly. It would have to be the water jug for me. The <laughs> During the day, working from home, ah. uh, the cold water jug. And and you, you say, why not just get a Thermos flask? And I say, that's a very, very good point. <laughs> That's a point I hadn't considered before I mentioned this. So where does the water jug normally live? It in the fridge? Yes, it's in the fridge. So I see. And I, I'm I'm not I'm not in the fridge ah, typically. Can you move your desk closer to the fridge? That would solve a number of problems, I'd I'd imagine. It would also introduce new problems, I fear, <laughs> including room in the kitchen and But you see, if we went with my idea, all you'd have to do is attach a magnet to the uh cold water jug and the drone could just go and fetch it for you. It could also go and fetch your homemade crisps for you as well. They're not magnetic, surely. <laughs> magnetic Tupperware, Dave, come on. <laughs> okay. I'll let you run off with that idea, Chris, and get your kickstart going for that. I will. Um, I'm gonna write a proposal I'd- now. I look forward to discussing the disastrous project uh, in a few years on this podcast <laughs> as a part of if the I'm show. Not, if I'm not in the next episode, it means <laughs> it means I made it big. Wow. He's not even going to finish the season under his contractual obligation. <laughs> I think we need to have an off-air discussion about this, Dave. So, Chris, how much would you be willing to pay for a flying security camera. You see, I'm not convinced that the way to improve security cameras is to make it fly. I'm I'm not okay. seeing I'm not seeing many benefits to having it fly as opposed to just having a fixed camera somewhere. So I've seen CCTV and uh, IoT related camera kits online Chris and maybe for two or three cameras, sometimes you're looking at 
well, over 200 and sometimes nearer 300 pounds. Um, so if you've got four or five rooms in a flat, that's four cameras. Maybe you want one on the door, so it's five cameras. And if you've got outside space as well, you, you could be looking at quite a lot of cameras and the cost there could rock it. So use that to now gauge how much you'd pay for one single interior flying camera. Okay, I think with the novelty as well of having an, a sort of internal domestic drone as well, uh, is this what I would pay or what I think it costs? That's the eternal question. Pay. Let's do what you would pay. I mean, let's say I pay £80 for it. Oh, well, okay. 100 <laughs> Ten. <laughs> no, don't, don't, please. This is painful. It's going to be around two hundred to two hundred fifty pounds. Wow, I was way off. Yeah, you almost came across as a very cheap person there, Chris. If I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get where I am today. But... Okay, so so the justification for the price is that uh, you're saving the money you would have spent on five or six other cameras. I assume Instead. that's the idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like the novelty of this device might wear off after a while. I mean, how many how many times are you leaving the house and suddenly finding the need to have a look back inside it at what's going on? Maybe more times than we realise, Chris. Can this... <laughs> we just don't want to admit it. We just don't. We don't have the technology. <laughs> so looping back to our original point about burglaries, could this drone be adapted to help prevent burglaries? So you you want it to have a sort of patrol feature? Like, I think, like, yeah, ultimately, yes. I'd, I'd like it to be patrolling the house um, while I'm not there. If you've got a drone, you want to be able to intercept a burglar before they make it into the house. Okay, so you, you'd want it to also be able to go outdoors uh, and patrol outdoors. And, yeah, it can and have a little cat flap, a little drone <laughs> flap to come out of. Uh, and, and also potentially make pursuit with in, in potentially <laughs> intruders. Is this pursuit with intent? Yes, absolutely. If I've got the capability of a drone, they're not getting away. I will pursue them until the battery runs out. <laughs> Or until they give up, whichever one's sooner. I fear the battery may be the first fault. Um, interestingly, Chris, that then comes back to your earlier point about home security and just using the sign, beware of the dog. Do you mm -hmm. think in 10 years' time, the sign you'll just need to put up and you won't need to buy the actual device, but you could just put up a sign that says, beware of the drone? Potentially. Drones would have to really take off between now and then. <laughs> If anything, that's exactly what it's good at. That's what they're designed to do. Potentially, yes. And you could have the faint sound of buzzing in the background of your of your <laughs> security drone to deter people. They can chase the mailman down the lane as well. Interestingly, you say about the the mailman, Chris. I was or the the postperson. I uh, I was walking through town the other day, and. There's this person stood outside a shop with their dog. Um, dog's completely just sat there, you know, waiting. Minding his own business, doing, just, just waiting just, for... Just being a dog. <laughs> and a, a chap comes out of the shop and 
his upper half is a Royal Mail jacket, uh, but he's got casual sort of jeans on, you know, civvies on uh, jeans. And he's obviously finished his shift a while ago and he's just doing his shopping. And the dog goes nuts at him. Like there's an instinctive thing that, yes. yeah, he's a postman. I, I know exactly he's a postie. <laughs> It's built in. It must be some some ancient animal instinct. Just to know when a person usually bears letters. Yes. <laughs> They're very anti-communication, um, dogs are. <laughs> They're all fascists at heart. <laughs> and that's just that's why you went with a psychopath cat, Chris, because that's you better, know, isn't it? <laughs> you know where you stand with a cold-blooded psychopath. <laughs> So, Chris, is there anything you would like this camera to do? Uh, additionally, I mean, I know we said about what you'd want to fly, but this if it was a, if you'd already bought this as a camera unit, if there's one thing you go, oh, if it could also do this, like pepper spray as well, for example. Yes. If it could jet pepper spray out at someone. Um, is there anything else you could think so, of? So, okay, other than like the anti-burglar measures, if it could like, you know, like, grease the floor as he comes in so he falls over oh, like, ho- it's like, like home, home, alone. home alone this shit um <laughs> if if that's off the table for um for potential legal reasons um what would i like it to do it'd be good if it had it would be good if it had some way to fix the problems that it discovers so okay. if you're if if you're wondering hmm have i left the oven on <laughs> and you send your drone to check and you just get a confirmation yep <laughs> and you're, you've just touched down after a transatlantic flight. Yes. yes. <laughs> Will the drone fly to my parents and ask them to go to pot around and turn the oven off? Whilst also carrying the spare key, I assume. <laughs> I mean, if it had like an arm or just a, a protrusion that you could pilot in to press buttons, that might help. Okay. <laughs> my oven has dials, that wouldn't help. Um, just fly guys- it into the dials as fast as you, you can. can. Just... <laughs> At the right angle to nudge the off dial just up just enough. Nose dive or closing the back door, just slamming itself. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess that is the one part that is maybe missing is the remediation side of it. Um, but I guess the assumption also is that you're probably, if it's that much of a problem, you would be able to go home. And also, it's the peace of mind that typically, like, what is it? 10 times out of 10, really, isn't it? When you think you've done something, left something on, most of the time it wasn't. I don't know about you, Chris. <laughs> so 10 out of 10, 10 times out of 10. So in fact, the problem this thing is trying to fix statistically <laughs> does not exist. It's the 1% there. You just can't get that into the fractions. That's the trouble. <laughs> Damn, this rounding. <laughs> I would there, there quite is... like it to um, have a speaker on it. So I okay. can I can talk to my phone and it can speak out through the drone. I'd also like it to have a little picture of me on it as well. Okay, well, so I can have a one to one with this burglar. Okay, or just send yeah, it okay. to communicate with other members of my family. Yeah, and then you never have to leave a room again. Exactly, you can just all be, stay in you, one room each. And it'd be perfect. It does mention sound. It doesn't say it's specifically from what I've seen anyway, uh, anything to do with like that. But it apparently says it makes a low humming sound when in motion so that people know when it's recording. Surely the 
the, the sound of the incoming drone would drown out the, the subtle low humming that it's generating as it records. Also, is it like a, a human humming? Just... <laughs> well, I'd like it to play like um, Ride of the Valkyries as it comes in to detain the burglar. <laughs> he breaks in and just in the distance he, he hears this dun da 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 dun da 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 and round the corner this tiny Flies. tiny little little drone comes at breakneck speed towards him. <laughs> okay, I don't think it has a speaker for that purpose, Chris, sadly. No. So. <laughs> just for making low humming noises. So Chris, is this a drone that's going to be taking off in your house anytime soon? Or uh, do you think this is a trash bin candidate? I do like the idea. I, I like the idea of having a bit of fun with it in the house. I don't particularly like the idea of what it's actually being built to do, if you know what I mean. Okay. You want to be able to like jailbreak it or something and oh, yeah. control it yourself. Exactly. Um, if we're going to be able to do that, then great. If not... I don't know. I think it's I think it's trying to solve a problem which I just don't have. Would I buy it when it comes to market? No. Would I accept a percentage of the profits if they use some of the ideas that I've suggested? Yes. You can't say fairer than that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for putting a device in the smart trash bin uh that hasn't even come out yet it feels a bit it it feels a bit mean it's not far off previous items we've discussed though because they technically some of them haven't didn't even come out anyway they just but they were past their point of meant to when they were meant to come out i feel that's more down to our poor research than than anything else yes (laughs) and now we've we've gone we've gone the other way and spoken about something that has very little information and (laughs) 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 had to make a lot of assumptions um i personally yeah i'll I'll be chucking it in there for now i think until it can do more and if they came back if that magnets idea kicks off chris then i'll snap one up straight away yeah okay i think let's say we're gonna put the current prototype of this device into the internet trash bin we will reserve final judgment for for the product once it hits proverbial shelves so it's flying off the shelves. It has a, some sort of programming issue, by the sounds of it. <laughs> People don't want it. It's just, it just keeps flying into baskets everywhere. <laughs> Imagine if the drone so, became the burglar. Hmm? Wow, that's meta. What a world we'd live in. And that is this week's episode. Thank you very, very much for listening. And if you have enjoyed us, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. It really does help us uh, to spread the word and help people find the show. You can follow us on Twitter as well at IOTPod. And also you could email us if you wish, if you've got any gadgets uh, you'd like us to see and maybe chat about. It's the IOTPod at gmail.com. So thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back next week with more smart devices that should have been left a little bit dumber. I, I've seen serious. Uh, <clears throat> Someone go and fetch the water jug quick. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, here it comes. Right. I've seen 